discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified. I can of my own self do nothing. That is the protocol of rest. That means that anything I'm doing that God was not part of, I have denied myself rest and I will enter stress. I've denied myself what? Rest and I've entered what? Stress. So I can of my own self what? Do nothing. That which I see him do, I do. Because the dove is here. So whatever the dove is comfortable to be, that's where Jesus is comfortable to go. Do you think Jesus was wanted? Look at John chapter um, um, 5, when he met the Samaritan woman. The disciples went to buy food for him. So when the disciples came, they brought Jesus food. He said he, they don't know the food he has eaten. So the Bible said they suppose that somebody has given him food. That means that before he met the Samaritan, he told the disciples that I'm meeting somebody. You go and buy food. It means that Jesus didn't plan to fast that day. But I thought he's all-knowing. So he should have known that he will fast. But because he was being led, this is the secret of being led. God does not tell you the full picture. He tells you the next picture. God does not tell you the full picture. He tells you the next picture. If God tells you, lose a phone number, you don't, you don't know what God knows. You are not wiser than God. If God tells you, don't go for that meeting. Don't say, ah, but what is in that meeting that you said I shouldn't go? You don't. God does not tell you the full story. He tells you the next chapter. What you must do next is what God tells you. And many times if you testify in your life, it was the chapters you didn't ask God. That you missed. That brought you into trouble. And when you look back, you go like, ah! If I only didn't turn here, everything would have been fine. Everything we have fine. I was speaking to my son recently, and I was telling him, I said, Daddy, my finances is off. I said, ah, How come? I said, How come? He said, I saw a car. And I, I, I wanted to buy it for you, but when I said, You were not interested. But I said, Okay, now I'll buy it for myself. And when I bought it for myself, I bought it for $3,000. No, it was an accident car. So I ended up spending $7,000 on the car. And he said, I said, it is that car. He said, when your father said he does not like the car, you should have been wise. You should have said, ah, sir, I want to keep it. I said, no, sell it. But he kept it, trying to repair it and use it. He said, the more he was spending on it, the more he was losing desire as to why he bought the car. <laughs> like, he doesn't even know why he bought it. Like, it was annoying him now. Like, he's lost interest in the car. Look, I'm telling you something. Your life will be full of peace eh, if you only focused on who was resting on you and allow him to remain. Everything you do, if you will be conscious of the dove resting on you, that resting of God will lead you into your resting place. 
you'll be at rest all the time. You do things that will always, it's like people are like, ah, how did you know? You always escape trouble thousand times ahead of time because you are focused on the resting place of God. God must have a rest so that I'll be in rest. God must have a rest so that I'll be in rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So the moment you come to this place where God is now resting and you've entered the resting place, everything changes. Because if he is resting on you, then everywhere he will lead you to, according to Psalm 23, is still waters. Still waters. Psalm 46 verse 10 says what? Psalm 46 verse 10, it says what? Be still uh-huh, and know that I am God. Be still and know. So without being still, the knowledge of God cannot be released to you. A lot of you need to be still so you can hear God. He said in Exodus 14, the verse number 12 and 13, when Moses stood in front of the Red Sea, he said, stand still and see the salvation. Aha. Stand still and see the salvation of our verse 14. And stand still and see the salvation. The Lord shall fight for you. Hold your peace. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. In other words, if you don't stand still, God cannot reveal Jesus to you. Stand still and see the salvation. Stand still and see the salvation. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So when we talk about the resting place of God, we are talking about a place where God is comfortable with you and you're also comfortable in God. God is comfortable with you and you're also comfortable in God. Amen. 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 Now, this same Lord when Jesus came and was walking, the Bible said the Spirit remained upon him and he became, he became the resting place of the Father. He became the resting place of the Father. And I said to you that when you become the resting place, you have entered rest. Can I repeat it? When you become the resting place of God, you have entered rest. It means that if God is comfortable with you, God is sitting upon you, God is constantly communicating with you, you have entered rest. And this dimension, God is constantly and totally jealous to keep it. To, to watch over it. To make sure that it never, ever, 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 ever leaves. Or it never, ever, ever is lost. It's lost. Because it's rare for God to find a resting place on the earth. It's, it's rare. That the Holy Ghost came and rested. It's a rare thing. It's a rare thing. But when men labor to enter rest, and they enter the place where they are now in the resting place, now they become opportunities for God to find the resting place. Now, I'll show you a simple example. In First Samuel chapter 10, the Bible says, when the prophet Saul, uh, Samuel, said to Saul, go and join the company of the prophets. And when you join them, you'll become another man. The Hebrew for the word another is following. It means that go and join the prophets in First Samuel chapter 10, verse 5. You will become a following man. A following man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You prophesy. Good, good, good. Next. And thou shalt prophesy, and thou shalt become what? Another, the word another man. It's not, you see, we sometimes preach it like you become a new man. No, the word is following man. Why? For the spirit to rest upon you, you must be a following man. It means when the spirit rests upon you, to be a resting place, you must learn to follow the one resting on you. So the Holy Ghost rests upon him. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee. Thou shalt prophesy and thou shalt be turned into a following man. So you'll be following the Spirit wherever he's going. Then you'll become a rest. You have entered rest. 
Because when you cease from your own works, you have not ceased from work. You have entered a new kind of work. That means that whatever you do, you were told to do it. And when you are told to do it, can I show you something today? Anybody who spends time in rest enters a dimension of power that is unprecedented. How do I know that? He said, tarry until. Do you know why he used the word tarry? Rest until you become a resting place. So go and wait for the spirit. When the spirit now came, because they were waiting men, following men, the Holy Ghost filled the room and rested upon them like clothing tongues of fire. Now from that day, they followed the spirit wherever he would send them to go. So the spirit said to Philip, join this chariot. You join. Go down to this place. You go. Following men. Following men. And in following, they became restful. But you know the shocking thing about this dimension? When a man enters rest, the highest of God is revealed. Now, we always say God helps those who help themselves. It's a lie. God helps those who come to the end of themselves. If you can help yourself, you don't need God's help. How can God help those who are already helping themselves? Think about it. God helps those who help themselves. Then brother, sister, if I can help myself, then God does not need to help me. God only helps those who have come to the end of themselves. When you can't be helped by any other, that is where God can help you. That is why the men who are in rest are the most powerful. He said, where is my house that you build for me? But a man of a broken and a contrite spirit, I will dwell. I will make my abode there. Now when these men become abiding locations for God, that is where their shadow even has substance. Their shadow can command miracles. Do you know what it meant for the, when the Holy Ghost rested on Jesus and found Jesus as a resting place? Do you know what happened? Constantly, everything about Jesus was Holy Ghost. So Bible says in Mark chapter 5, he was walking. A woman saw him and I heard about him. Went to touch the hem of his garment. Can you imagine walking in the midst of her people? No, even this one is small. Walking in Kajetia Market. Sometimes people can take your phone. You didn't even feel it. <laughs> or be far from pop. It's like somebody bumped you, but they have taken your phone. Like something will, miss, will get missing. And you didn't feel it. But this woman didn't touch Jesus' body. He didn't touch Jesus' thigh. What the scripture said, hem of his garment. Their garments as men had something on top of it called the show. You see, the prayer show was part of the Hebrew men's garment. Especially the rabbis. So the rabbis were, didn't just wear Hebrew dress. They wore something like a show on their neck. That hung like a, a, a petticoat on top of them. So he hung to the end of his dress. So what the woman touched was not even his trousers. It was not his, it was the end of a show. The tassels. That, that frills at the end. That's not just the woman. But Jesus said, virtue has left me. What type of consciousness did Messiah have to feel that little touch in a massive crowd that something left me. Jesus Christ. What was the secret? Philemon 1.6. 
Philemon man says. And I'll show you the problem to all the issues of, you see, for instance, when the heavens were rent, Isaiah 64, it was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost. The Holy Ghost never comes without tearing heaven. <laughs> on the day of Pentecost, the heavens were open and the Holy Ghost came. The way he came on Jesus, Bible said, and the heavens were torn. Mark. The heavens were torn into two and the, the spirit rested on Christ. It's the same way the day of Pentecost came in. Heavens were torn over you. So can I announce to you, the day you got born again and the Holy Ghost came on you, open heavens was on your head. You have been walking under open heavens since. But you have not entered the experience of it. Why? The heavens have been torn. It can't be mended. It has been torn. You, 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 you sitting here. Heaven is open over your head. You don't have closed heavens. It's torn. It's torn. But the point is that when the heavens were torn, something came. When the day of Pentecost came, a spirit called the Holy Ghost came from heaven. So it is not just the tearing of heaven. So the problem with that prayer, Lord, open my heavens is wrong. The heavens has been opened. Lord, the spirit that came on the open heaven day is the one who must lead me. So you must rather pray that Lord, that dove that rested, let him lead me. Make me a following man. It's the same word that was also used in Numbers 14. For Joshua and Caleb, they were another man. They were another man. What it meant was they were following men. They had another spirit. That's what Numbers 14 said. Joshua and Caleb had another spirit. The Hebrew says they had a following spirit. That means that your greatness is in your following. If you disobey, you will not go far. Your greatness is in your following. I had a younger brother who was a pilot. You don't fly by suggestion. You fly by instruction. You can walk by suggestion. But flight, you must be instructed. You can be in the air and control tower say turn right. You say you turn left. You're in trouble. No, you can't debate with control center. Our Christian life is a flight. We are not seated in earthly places, heavenly places. So our motion is heavenly. That's why I said when you wait on the Lord, you mount up with wings upward. So your first motion is toward the heavens. Then you glide. And you descend. And you decelerate. You run. You see, he says the young man shall walk and be weary. And the strong man shall run. So it is walk, run. And they didn't talk about flights. Because it takes God to fly. But it is those who wait on God. They start by flying. Then when they, are, when they want to come to the earth and experience earthly things, they begin to run. Then they slow down and they start walking. And in all that, they will not be worried. Why? They were operating in rest. God is the one who took them. God will mount them up with wings. Do you know what it means? The way we put this camera here, and this thing was assembled, and this keyboard was assembled, this arrangement is what we call mount up. That means that when you wait on the Lord, wings you don't have, God will mount it on you. He will mount wings on you. <laughs> it means in It's the same word to dress. The word to dress means to equip with weapons. To equip with weapons. So dress the garden and keep it means equip it as weapons. Equip with weapons. So when you wait on God, God will dress you. He will equip you with weapons. He will fix it on you. He will mount you up. Like you mount a table up. Like you mount a chair up. Like you mount your office station up. That's how God mounts you up. That means that the arrangement that will make you do well 
is in waiting on the Lord. Don't be in a haste. He that believer does not make his God's timing is serious. God's timing. Ah, brother, it's serious. See, only maybe a dam behind the foundation. Every building on the foundation. When the building is long and high, the foundation is deep. So whilst others are building quickly, you are building deeply. So the fact that you are going upstairs does not mean you have delayed. You are building downstairs. And sometimes you don't take it. They have done two story upward. You have done seven story downward. So there's nothing to show. It's like you are digging dead still. But when you start, they will not understand how come they ended at two. That's why most of the times when you wait on the Lord, it's like Elijah and Ahab. You always outrun those who didn't wait. I've come to love that principle. I love to wait. Because if I wait, he will carry me. <laughs> he will carry me to places I didn't ask for. Yay! One day somebody came to say, Man of God, you are not on Facebook. You don't have a personal YouTube account. How come people are inviting you? Did that wait? No, we are not invited by advertisement. We are invited by God's spiritual command. You see what just happened here? If I was interested in advertisement, I would record all my prophetic ministration and the confirmation. You see it all over YouTube. And that's how people invite me to their churches. No! Did I wait? Did I wait? I don't care whether you don't think I'm a prophet enough. I don't care. It's not you who called me. Did that wait? <laughs> Day that way, and I've seen it. One day I started when I when God told me I'm going to be, I, I, I said, I'm not happy. I said, You know, the prophets they have a sickness. Oh, five years, everybody likes them. After five years, another person has taken over. Have you noticed the five prophets they run baton? <laughs> Every three years, a new prophet will take over. Oh, yes. So, three years, if you do the math, some five, seven years ago, I don't want to mention names. A certain prophet was everywhere. Campus wanted to invite him. Now he has been replaced with the Nigerian prophets and apostles. That's how human beings are. But if you wait, if you wait, you are silently moving. God is using what he's doing. But the day that will come, that God will expose you. Nobody will understand. They will think you were made in two years, but they don't know you have been doing this for 20 years. From Joshua 7 to Pastor Chris Oyakilome, they've been doing this since the 80s and 90s. It's recently we got to know about them. Recently. Your ministries are 13 years, 17 years, 15 years, 22 years. But this generation, because of how social media does it, you think it's, it's yesterday he started. Did that wait. Did that wait. Madura Badiso. Kalama do God will mount you up. I said, God will mount you Well, if you don't wait, God can't mount you up. One day, a couple came to me and they were confessing to me. and said, Daddy, you've been telling us not to take loan, but me and my husband, we took loan. I said, oh, to marry they took loan for wedding. I said, ah. When they said, I was so disturbed. And I said, do you realize that since the day you took loan? He said, before we took loan, somebody said, I want to buy your shoe. I want to buy your shoe. Somebody bought my cake. He said, the day we took the loan, that was the end. Nobody called us to give us money or buy something. That is the spiritual fact. Pride. When you want to handle it yourself, God said, Continue. God will fold inside, so continue. But you can pay. pay. 
But you want to travel, travel. <laughs> Let's see. You go yourself. But if it's God. I have a son. He came to me and said, I said, you, God is taking you to the U.S. and uh, London. The prophecy came for, I think it was uh, 2011 or 12. Eight years old prophecy. It was fulfilled after eight years. It was to be fulfilled in 2020. But London gave a rule that if you finish your master's, you have to leave in that same month. Remember, UK gave a law that as soon as you are done with your master's, that same month you have to leave the country. I said, wait, it's not your, it's not your portion. So some months later, 2021, Boris Johnson came and said, now because of Brexit, they've changed it. So now when you finish your master's, they give you two years to work. Then now the thing went through. Do you know what God did to surprise him in 2021? Now, after he had got the thing, he was in Ghana when they indicated in the UK system that he has been working for 10 days. And he was in Ghana. He said that thing, they don't give to you to enter UK. But the UK system pickets that he has already entered. And he was in Ghana. When God is doing it, you don't stress. You don't use alias. You don't use somebody's name. You don't marry somebody you don't love because you want paper. Wait on them. Wait. Wait. Where will you go? God can take you. What can you have? God can give you. Wait so he mounts you up. Is it V8? You see a minister drive. God will give you 10 times more. Wait on him. All my friends were marrying. Bishop, pastor, apostle. Almost all my mates, they are, they are 10 years in marriage. I'm now 5 years. 10 years in marriage. So it tells you that they married five whole years before I even married. I was concerned. I said, Lord, what is going on? When, I was, when they were married, I was not even dating. I was just paid boy, a groomsman everywhere with nothing. Nobody was in my life. Now we go to those things. You know, the bridesmaids will be smiling, smiling, plenty. Me, now I'm a book. It's not at the wedding I'll get a girl, my friend. Let me think about my life. Everybody will be day nice. Hello, hi. Uh, can we talk after? Are you home now? <laughs> Where my mind is, my mind is somewhere, my friend. No, no. Mount up. Don't go ahead. Mount up. Now, may follow for heaven and choose your best. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Make sure the waiting is God. <laughs> if it's not God, you are, you are entering another thing. Uh, hallelujah. So when God said, you, you are not wiser than God. Do you think God, your lateness is more... No, if a farmer plants and the corn does not grow, who is more concerned? Is it the corn who didn't grow or the one who planted it? So your delay in life is more serious to God than you. You think you are delaying. Hallelujah. If there's any delay, you are calling delay. God is more concerned than you. You, you have no idea. It's, it, because that he planted, it's not working. Like I'm, re, I'm not repeating what I wanted to say. Ah, God is more concerned than you. So if the one who is more concerned than you is not concerned like that, is it you that you are being concerned? I'm in rest. I'm in rest. I will pray by the rest of God. Hallelujah. 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 Are you here with me? But this is the secret. Philemon 1 6. The spirit is the custodian of the rest of God. That means that, ladies and gentlemen, 
if the Holy Ghost will direct you, any place and any action, remember I told you that when he's in you, he's the Holy Spirit. That means anything you do by the direction of the Holy Spirit is a holy thing. And the word holy, the first time it is mentioned has to do with Sabbath. That means that everything holy is connected to rest. Everything holy is connected to the Sabbath, rest. That means that if the Lord tells me to turn right, and I obey the Lord to do the turn of right, at the time he said I should turn, as I stand at the place he said I should stand, as I stand at that particular time, I'm in, I'm in rest. Because what is it then? Rest is like this. I wake up in the morning, and I go like, Lord, what should we do today? Lord says, wake up. Now, Lord, Lord says, stop, stop speaking in tongues. Go and put on worship and start worshiping me. Hallowed be. But your flesh wants to pray. Because the way the thing is going, you want to do a ratatoria. But the Lord said, worship. So as you're doing, Hallowed be your name. Something's doing, Aribegelebe. Lord said, keep quiet. <laughs> worship. Hallowed be your name. It looks simple as worship. I can come and do Ratobelebe Paya. I will pray. It's spiritual. But as long as it was not directed by the Holy Ghost, I'm in stress. I'm not in rest. You end up getting tired. And let me put it this way. Jesus said in John 16, 23, 24, until now you have asked nothing. So you have received nothing. Ask that your joy may be made full. Verse 24. 24. Ask that your joy might be what? Made full. That your joy might be made full. The prayer that does not lead to joy are usually prayer topics that are not led by the Spirit. So a lot of you are praying things and you are getting depressed and weary. Why? You are praying for what has already been given to you. God will not answer what you already have. Like you are praying, Pharaoh, Lord, be with me. Be with me is not a feeling, it's faith. I'm with you always, even to the ends of the world. Even when you are in sin, the psalmist said in Psalm 139, if I shall make my bed in hell, making your bed in hell means falling into sin. He said, your spirit is with me. So at no given time, as a child of God, did the Holy Ghost ever leave you. So praying that prayer, Lord, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore, Lord, it's dispensational. David was guaranteed that prayer. You aren't. Because the Holy Ghost will never leave you. He's with you always. He's inside you. He's your engagement ring. He has been, he, you are sealed with him. It means you have been bounded to the Holy Ghost. Even if he does not like it, you are bound. That is why we grieve him. We don't sack him. If he leaves, then we sack him. Then you'd have said, and sack not the Holy Ghost. But he said, grieve. It means no matter what you do to the Holy Ghost, he can't go. He's stuck with you. So such prayers you pray, Lord, don't leave me. It, it, it won't be answered. And it will lead you to be depression. Because you are feeling, you are looking for a feeling that he's with you. He's already with you. This Christianity we worship, we don't do it in the stomach. We do it in the spirit. If you are using gut feeling like, mm, today is sweet to be a Christian. I feel God. I feel God. My hello, Shade. 
God will be here. You have no idea. Tell it, I'm telling you, pastors will tell you, 80% of the time when a pastor holds the microphone, he either does not know what to say or does not even know how the service will go. We have just held the microphone. Let's, let's flow. Whatever God will do, he should do. If you see this thing hanging there, I don't have notes on it all. There's no notes. I don't have notes I'm preaching for. You have exposed that. Yeah. So you don't follow God by feelings. You follow him by knowing. He said, I'll never leave you. That's enough. That's enough. Tonight, before we pray, I want you to have this knowledge that God will not leave you. He's with you always. Even to the ends of the world. Even in the mouth of lions, in the most defeating situation, he's there. He's there. Isn't it amazing? Peter was asleep. He was not praying. People were praying. He was sleeping. And the angel came to deliver him. The angel didn't say, ah! Prayer warrior. Father. And the empire born him. No. He slept. Somebody prayed for him. And God still delivered him. But this is the part. Philemon 1.6. I had to take you through all this one. So you understand that the rest is not just something that is normal. Rest is simply this. Everything you are going to do. If you cannot trace when God instructed you. You are not in rest. That means if you are not in rest. Whatever you are doing. No matter how it seems right. The end is death. Do you know what death is? Anxiety. Depression. It is the children of death that looks like that. Death starts with depression. You are down. He said, therefore, many of you have not taken the Lord's Supper. That's why many of you, 1 Corinthians 11, 29, 30, 31, are weak, are sick, and are dead. It means weakness is the beginning of death. So that time you feel weak, down. You don't feel excited. You are, you are down. Something is off. You are not in rest. When I wake up in the morning, hallelujah, hallelujah, all creation calls you out. So when you wake up in the morning, you are just, this is how you labor to enter rest. You wake up, you are unsure of the day. You feel down before the day ever started. You speak in tongues till you are refreshed, till you can hear God again. Then we move, then we move. Ladies and gentlemen, you go to work, the whole day was depressing. You had bad news, you are heavy. When you get home, go find a place and lift your voice. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock which is higher than I. Anything I will do to enter rest, I will ensure it is done. Look at this in Philippians. Look at the Philemon 1 6. Philemon 1 6. Philemon 1 6. See what it says quickly. It said that the communication of thy faith might become effectual by acknowledging every good thing in you. How did the man touch the hem of Jesus? The lady touched the hem of Jesus' garment and virtue left him. It means at the time Jesus was walking in the crowd, he was conscious of the power. You know, I can be eating fufu and you can come and see, oh, man of God, I salute you, the Lord, that's it. I can see you in a shopping mall, comes a man of God, I salute you. I say, oh, the Lord bless you. Can you pray for me? I'll pray for you, the Lord bless you. But something happens there. If I'm not conscious of what I'm doing, no matter how anointed I am, nothing will follow me. The problem with a lot of us is this. We don't realize that our reality is a product of consciousness. A lot of you acknowledge the evil in you, not the good. That's why your entire life is being characterized by this. If you acknowledge the evil, evil will be attracted to you. I can do it. When I'm working this, I think I, I, I'm an extension of God. It's so serious that, my dear, when I'm even sitting in a trot and a trot 
driver crosses me and starts insulting me, I get infuriated. You know why? I go like, no, he didn't see God. Because if he saw God, the moment he's going to insult me, his mouth should cleave and go like, no, this man, they don't insult. So because why? I'm, I'm in consciousness of God in me. I don't take that trotter driver insulting me as a normal everyday experience. No. If I carry God, I'm conscious of who I carry. At that frequency, when you show up at a place, people have wrong spirits, they'll react. Because you are conscious. It's activated. It's like, you see, it's like your Bluetooth is on your device. But if you don't turn it on, you know you can turn it on, but there's something called make visible. And you know that after making visible, there's something also called scanning. So if you don't inactivate deliberateness, the resting place of God, why? You have become where God rests. That means that brother, sister, while you are in rest, God is resting on you. Listen to this, listen to this. He said, foxes have holes, birds have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to place his head. Meanwhile, too, he was sleeping on a pillow. That means what he was talking about was this. The son of man's head must rest on the body. Finally, in the resurrection, he became the head, we became the body. Hallelujah. Why? We, the church, became the resting place of Christ's head. The head of the son of man has now found the resting place in the church. So if the son of man is resting on me, and I'm conscious of this, it means that when I sit in the trotro, Jesus sat in the trotro. I'm conscious of this. Evil will not be attracted to me. Evil will run away. Evil will only come to me when it needs salvation. <laughs> Jesus stands in front of the ATM machine. I told some people to do that. You know what they did? They went to an ATM machine. They inserted the card and they said, Miracle working power. The ATM counted the money and gave them 150 CDs extra. They did it the next day, another 150 consistently for a week. He said the bank called them that, ah, we have, something has happened. You have been checking out wrongly. I said, forget them. You, he said, give your tithe and forget it. He said, the bank left it. They've not called their money back. That's no, no. <laughs> no. You know why? When I go to that ATM machine, one day I was buying something for a man of God online, and I spent about 10,000 CDs for my bank card, and I sent it to somebody in America to buy it for me. When he sent it that very night, sir, the money came back to my account. So I called him. Have you bought that thing? He said, oh yeah, I've made the order. It's already on the way. Come. I said, but the money too has come back to me. He said, ah, the money is in my account now. I've even used half. They don't have anything in my account. They've not used. And the money I sent up to date, sir. Up to date. This is last year, September. Wow. The bank has not called me that, sir. We gave you 10,000 CDs by mistake. It's up to date. Up to date. Up to date. Why? Jesus is using the card. Jesus is. Look, some of you can do business. A man sent me a text. He said, Prophet. When you taught us on this miracle working power of consciousness, you know what he did? He was going somewhere. And when he was coming home after work, his floor was empty. And he woke up in the morning to take his children to school. So when he woke up, he said, Oh God, I'm sorry I forgot to buy the floor. He drove his children to school, back to work on empty. Empty. The angels gave him food. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. Consciousness. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Everything that has happened in your dream was what you were conscious about. Wow. Everything you have happened in your life is what you have been conscious about. The way they suck you out of the office is the consciousness you had. 
The way people treat you is the way you are conscious about yourself. So the consciousness you have is what determines your present reality. If you want to change your reality, change your consciousness. People have wounds without... People have children without wounds. Look, if you're a child of God here, be conscious of the fact that no wound, no sickness on your body, even if you get it, will last its entire lifespan. They say your bones are broken. It will take three months to heal. Eh, 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 not you. In two weeks. In two weeks, your bones are fine. It can lift weight and you are fine. And they go like, it is a remarkable recovery. Why? Consciousness. That's all Jesus had. So when you are in the resting place, consciousness. Why? You can be asleep, but you are not at rest. You can be lying now. Why? Pass you lie down, your mind is roaming. You have to go to work. You have to sweep. You have to wash this. So you are lying down, but you are tired more than even being awake. Because your brain is not... So the rest... I, the experience of the rest of God is in consciousness. If you are sitting by God and you are not conscious of God, you will still be in stress. He will keep him in perfect peace. So it means where your mind is stayed on determines the peace you have. Peace is not the presence or the absence of war. It is the state of what your mind is kept on. If your mind is not kept on him or stayed on him, perfect peace will not be your portion. So environmental peace, spiritual peace is a product of what consciousness your mind is on. So these people who follow new world order, new world, new age religion, they are like consciousness vibrations, attraction. It's all from scripture. You acknowledge the good thing in you. He said to Timothy, I will not pray for you, but I put you in remembrance of what you already have. So it means also, there are some prayers you are receiving from people. All you need is remembrance. One day a man was in a, tra- a, a traffic in a car and was pressing his phone. It's, it's a pastor who told me the story. And he said he was pressing his phone and all of a sudden at East Ligon, someone came to snatch his phone from the car. In traffic. So he put up the engine and was running to follow. Then he said, ah, what am I doing? Then he just went. Apparently he had a pump action gun under his chair. He has registered it. So he went to take the gun from under his chair. Came out of the car. Crack, crack, boom. The guy stopped running and fell as dead. And he went to take the phone from the guy. He said, it's not everybody you rob. <laughs> what is it then? When he said that story, he blessed my life. A lot of Christians have a pump action gun. But they are stressing to chase the thief. No. Go back for your gun. Crack it. Crack, crack. Boom. The enemy will fall down and go and take your thing. That's rest. That is rest. But instead of you walking in rest, you have forgotten what God has given you. And you start using your effort to chase the person. But the person, you see some of them who jog every morning, they are thieves. Yeah, they are exercising how to run fast. So the day they are pursued, you see, it's like, you are wondering how come this thief can run? He has trained. So all the morning joggers, not all of them are normal. Many of them are thieves. They are preparing to run. So the day they are in trouble, they can run distance and you will never catch up. And I can't, do, I can't use stress. I have to use rest. And the pump action gun is the rest. So the guy takes my phone. I don't have to chase him. I just get out of my car, give a warning shot. Crack, crack. Boom! The sound of it makes him think he has been shot before that. But he doesn't understand physics. You see, in physics, if you are dead, you didn't hear the sound. 
you understand? Yeah. Because in physics, sound travels slower than the real bullet. Yeah. So the bullet will touch you before you hear the sound. So when you hear boom, the bullet is already gone. So if you have ever heard the sound of a gun, it means you are alive. <laughs> so the guy thought that boom, he's dead. <laughs> so he was lying there. He kept using his phone. So Paul did this in 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. He said, I put you into remembrance. So a lot of you need the reminding ministry of the Holy Spirit to become conscious of the resting one. The Holy One rest upon you. You will enter a hotel lobby and without talking, from President Nanado to the minister of whatever, whatever in them, you walk in and they'll think you are the dignity. Why? You have spiritual entourage. You came with angels. And these men are having bodyguards, but all of them will be watching you. And you walk with confidence. And you just walk. Bah, bah. And they don't know. You are guarded by God. Heavily defended. Heavily defended. Because you are rest. Tonight I bring you a word. It's time to be conscious of the position of rest. What is that position of rest? Jesus carried the spirit. The disciples didn't do a single thing. They, they didn't faster. They didn't pray. Because their solution was with them. So he said, while the bridegroom is with them, they can't fast. But there comes the day when he's taken away. In those days, they will fast. Live like you have rest. Be conscious of God who is in and with you. And tonight, I pray that everything you are doing. Look, why are you struggling as if God is not on your side? I like what the apostle said. If God be for us, who can be? A Somebody threatened you. They didn't threaten you. A man in rest, I told you, has merged with God. So if they threatened you, it was God they were threatening, not you. So sleep. They threatened you. Sleep. That's why Moses didn't say anything. Moses, Aaron, uh, 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 Pharaoh said, tonight we'll kill all the first boys. He said, ah, then that shall be your portion. What you said about me will happen to Hebrew boys, hit the fire seven times. And the mighty men were carrying him. And these boys were entering the fire. Do you know the fire killed the men who prepared the fire? It didn't kill them at the time they prepared it. It killed them at the time the Messiah showed up. So when Jesus showed up, he brought higher fire. Because the fire they prepared, when, if it was the fire that killed them, then when they were preparing it seven times, they should have died. But they finished preparing, sir, and walked away and went to carry the boys. But when they were coming, another fire had entered the fire. So that fire, and the fire is selective, sir. It burned the mighty men and gave the boys cool weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while it is burning your enemies, it is protecting you. That's the fire of God. So it was burning Pharaoh and his camp. Exodus 14, 20 to 26. But to Israel, there was no darkness. He was a pillar of light. It didn't burn the Israelites, but it consumed Egypt and his, his enemies. Look at that. It became a pillar. There was, look at that too. Oh, look at that. Ascobar, Lakaba, Alaba. So, so to the Israelites, it was light, but to Pharaoh, it was darkness. The pillar of fire. Strangely, was darkness to Pharaoh, but to Israel, it was light. When you walk in rest, you don't pray some prayers. Because anyone who touches you has touched God. So that's why you say, Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. 
Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let God, let God arise. Let God arise and his God does not have enemies. There's only one who is fit to be one God. No, how can God's enemies be human beings? The creator. He does not even need to step on earth. He will crush it. And earth is gone. So his enemies are his enemies because they are your enemies. Tonight, enter rest. Cease from your works. Stop stressing. Your future is secure. In rest, he tells you what you need to know. What he doesn't tell you, don't worry your head about it. He tells you tomorrow you marry. Amen. Forget about, hey, Lord, will I have children? It's not your business. How can God give you scholarship and not give you plane ticket? So you see people, I've got scholarship, but I don't know where I'll get a plane ticket. And they are running everywhere. And their stress destroys their blessing. Rest on. We are well able. Because if the land swallowed us, we wouldn't bring grape. These people brought food, but they said the land was swallowing us. That's sure. And they are standing there to say it. If you swallowed, you shouldn't be here. But they escaped the swallowing. And they brought fruit also. Yet they said to kill us. And we were in our own eyes, grasshoppers. So the thing was not, they were not grasshoppers. They saw themselves as us. May God bring you into rest. May the resting place where God has, God should be comfortable with you. Oh man, na na so palala. Oh, the Lord spoke to me recently. He said, Adam, your mind must be on me. I know doctor mentioned something yesterday. Social media has made your mind be on t- Look, mm. your sin is a product of what you are conscious about. Mm. Mm. Yes. Because I'm a prophet. If I see a nice girl with a nice shape, if I'm conscious of God and the anointing, I'll pick details. But if I'm conscious of the flesh and my lust, I will, I will last rather than minister to you. That's why many men of God end up collecting the numbers of people they should be ministering to. And they give them another administration. The administration of darkness. Unto damnation. <laughs> Are you understanding? So whatever I'm conscious of, it makes me access the reality of him. Tonight, what is your major consciousness? There is no way, better way can make me rich. It cannot. If I do the mathematics, it is not competent. It cannot. 2.5 million dollars. What God has is 25 million dollars, not 2.5. Because one day I sat down and did the calculation. What is the highest pay bet has given a person? And I realized I know where I want to go. They are still not up to it. I was working in government and I did the mass. My director's pay and my pay. I said, this is not where I'll be. No, if my director's pay is nothing I can desire, <laughs> then it means it's not where I'm supposed to work at. Ah, your director's pay, you can use faith to collect it. What are you talking about? <laughs> my faith. My director, chief boss, his salary, my faith can give me that money. Then I'm not supposed to work here. At all. No, 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 no. Then if I'm working here, it's either God who has sent me on assignment, mm. but this is not my destiny. Mm. Oh, this is not my destiny at all. Think about it. You are sacrificing your destiny for 3,000 Ghana City? 3,000 a month? You can't pay rent? In this present economy? 3,000 Ghana City a month? And that's what you are worshipping? That's what you are, you are catoing and doing all those things for? No! That boss wants to sleep in because of 3,500? Oh! 
You have not known God. When you know God, you better be rest. You know what rest brings you? Rest brings you manna. Rest brings you milk and honey. Rest brings you the blessing of the field of the land of Canaan. Things you plant and pluck. Things you enjoy without. He said you will drink out of wells you do not dig. Stay in houses you do not. That is the blessing of rest. You know what he said? Stand still and see. Hold your peace. I will fight for you. When you enter rest, you don't go for warfare. God does the warfare on your behalf. What that means is that when God needs you to fight, say, rise up. I need you to invite me. So as you are in your room, he said, you know that enemy that wants to stop you? Start speaking in tongues. So you are speaking in tongues. And you have a dream. A dozen animal came to you and you ripped the jaw open. And when you rip it in the morning, they told you that your uncle just died. That's all. You didn't invite war. God said, rise up. We need to handle that guy. You are standing somewhere. Some of you say, you will not make it. You will fail. You not to work in your life. And the Holy Ghost will just kick you up and say, stand up and speak against him. Now, in the name of Jesus, everything you said will come over you. So, in other words, when you enter rest, even your warfare is not selfish. It is spirit-led. It's not self-led. So, by the time you are damning a family, by the time you are damning an uncle, the Lord is the one who stirred you up. Rise up, O Jeremiah and lift up a lamentation against Jerusalem. Rise up, O Ezekiel, and lift up a lamentation against the king of Tyre of Sodom. So it is not you who want to pray against the country. It is not you who want to cause a declaration against the president. But God said, lift up a voice against government. I need your voice. A man in rest does nothing by his self-decision. The temptation about self-leading is that one day self can destroy you. When Elijah said, by my word, I shut the heavens. By his own word, he stopped his ministry. Be careful about that type of power. By my word, the heavens are closed. It was also by his word, the chariots came for him. Am I better than my fathers? He also by his own word stopped his ministry. So you are safer being led all the time. All the time. So when you are doing atoya baba deba repala baba, he led you. When you are doing yourself elemandoba, it's not you because you are lazy. He led you. So whether it's groaning or silent prayer, all it is leading. The day you are led by self, you have activated a system by which you will fall into sin tomorrow. Rest is your security from sin because you are in the presence of God. Lord, should he be my friend? The Lord said, yes. You have no idea all my friends in my life. People say they know me. But not everybody is my brother. Because in heaven, God has listed my brothers. I know them. I don't force myself. No matter how anointed you are, I will not be your friend. You are anointed, fine. That's your calling. But I don't know your end. Because God has not joined us. I stay in my corner. I enjoy grace. Stand to your feet. Lift your voice to him. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.